0: And who is my neighbor? Good morning, Christian America. That is the question that is posed to Jesus by a quote-unquote scholar of the law. Jesus goes on to explain to him and gives us the parable of the Good Samaritan. In that parable, Jesus explains to us in pretty good detail how, about how individual salvation Is obviously necessary, but also it's equally as necessary to love our neighbors and to lift people up who do not know Jesus, who are not familiar with Jesus. Us as believers, us as the community, us as the church, we have a social, civic responsibility to. Lift up others and bring them to Christ. We have a responsibility to seek out those in need and lift them up out of despair so that they too can find individual salvation. Let's discuss that this morning as we get ready to get into the weekend. Grab your Bibles, turn to the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. We're going to start on verse 25. Good morning Christian America. And good morning Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That effort consists of this podcast, the Good Morning Christian American podcast that effort consists of the Christian American community on all the social media platforms. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, it's probably on one of those platforms. That effort consists of the Christian American t-shirt company and christianamericantees.com where we can get out the word of where you stand in life, where you put your priorities in life without ever having to say a word because some people are uh, very skeptical or skittish when it comes to voicing their own faith in public but we're going to get over that ladies and gentlemen oh yes oh yes we're going to get over that we need to build confidence in ourselves we need to build confidence in our community we need to give confidence to christians out there that are scared to speak out who for a variety of reasons scared they're going to lose their job scared they're going to get you know, bad grades in school, scared that their friends or their neighbors will no longer uh, like them or see them in a good light, or whatever the case may be. Make no mistake, I, I'm not breaking any breaking news here when I say that Christians are being forced into a corner, they are being silenced, they are being uh, pushed aside, they are being uh, trying to they are, they are being silenced on social media in media in general, um, that's not news to anyone. It shouldn't be news to anyone. But it's that's why it's so important that we, brothers and sisters of the faith, continue to speak out at the top of our lungs, if necessary, on all the social media platforms, if necessary, on all the traditional media platforms, if necessary, in Hollywood, in radio, on the internet, you name it, in movies, in books, CDs, if people still listen to CDs, so be it. We need to also dominate the airwaves, dominate the internet. Um, We must fight on this battlefield that we've been given. We cannot just simply retreat from it and leave the people on it, our children, our loved ones, our family members, left alone and unprotected we need to stand up we need to speak out we need to lift up others we need to introduce or reintroduce jesus christ to the masses if we can do that just a little bit we can make this country we can make our communities we can make our families we can make this entire world A better place because that's what this world needs a world of divisiveness needs jesus a world of corruption needs jesus a world full of bullying and insensitivity and greed and gluttony needs jesus a world that we have today full of promiscuity full of porn full of sex trafficking full of thievery at all levels. We all need Jesus. We all need Jesus. And so that is the goal of this community. That's the goal of this podcast. And we want that to be your goal. Right? We ask and we encourage you, we motivate, we hopefully to inspire you to seek out your own causes that are Christian-based, that are Christian-oriented, and pursue those in order to help the community grow strong. We don't ask for donations. We seek participation from you guys. And so anything that we can do to encourage you or yours, let us know and we're happy to do that. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk briefly. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk briefly about what does it mean to be a neighbor? What does it mean to be a member of Christ? What does it mean to be a member of a community? Being an American, We have a rich rich history of individualism we have a history of individual rights and individual liberties those are great absolutely great rights by the way that are granted by god that is our history that is our culture the culture of the rugged individual who makes his way west the rugged entrepreneur who comes up with a new idea or a new invention and makes something that betters themselves, that betters uh, the society, that betters the world. And if they can make any money on it, then great for them also. But that's not enough. That idea, by the way, comes from the idea in the Judeo Christian culture. It comes from the idea of our individual relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you accept him or do you not? It is your choice free of uh, the free the freedom to choose and free will that God has granted us with that is where that history comes from that is where that richness comes from that the idea of individual salvation that you are responsible for your choices as far back as Adam and Eve in the garden and that same idea of individual salvation free will and freedom of choice was one of the bedrock principles of our nation so it's natural that we have this rugged individualism uh within our culture that we aspire to be but my friends we cannot and we should not let that be everything because although our individual salvation is determined by whether we have faith and trust and we accept our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, if we're born again, that Jesus just never leaves it at that. He always expands from that definition to include the greater community, to include the other members in Christ. Jesus has two greatest commandments. It's referenced in every gospel at least once by now if you listen to this podcast if you watch these videos you know what those two commandments are the greatest commandment is you shall love your god with all your heart your mind your soul and your strength individually you me love your god with all your heart mind soul and strength but right after that, he follows it up and love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. So when you want yourself to succeed, you want yourself to do right. You want yourself to seek righteousness and goodness. You cannot just simply let your neighbor your friend, your family member, your child, your niece, your nephew, your uncle, your aunt, your brother, your sister, whoever, your colleague, your classmate, you can't just allow them to continue down a road of destruction because you wouldn't want that for yourself. If you're smart enough, if you become aware enough to follow Christ you cannot simply let someone that you're close to, another human being, stray without trying to bring them to Christ as well. I want you to turn to the Gospel of Luke today. Get your Bibles and turn to the Gospel of Luke. Turn to chapter 10. I want to start on verse 25 to give you a little background as to uh before the parable of the good samaritan and then i want to methodically go through what jesus says that way you're not taking it from from me you don't have to say that well eddie said that uh individual salvation wasn't good enough i'm not saying that but i want you to hear what jesus has to say and in the context of the conversation so you can make your own decision but we what we can't do and we won't do is we won't argue about what is being said so Go to your Bibles, Gospel of Luke chapter 10. We're gonna start on verse 25. And in verse 25, it says, there was a scholar of the law, already somebody smart, somebody educated, who stood up to test him and said, teacher, what must I do to inherit an eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply. You shall love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him. You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. Pretty simple. Pretty straightforward from Jesus himself. So don't say that I made that up. Because... Jesus is is saying this. He's telling this scholar. And then, so he's challenged further by the scholar. And he says, "But, but because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man fell victim to robbers and he went down as he went down to Jerusalem from Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to come uh, to be going down the road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler, one who came upon him, was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged him. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn and cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. With the instruction, take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered the one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Now notice this before we before we before we take this off the screen. Notice what Jesus says. He doesn't suggest anything to him, he doesn't make a recommendation to him. Jesus gives him a command. Someone who's challenging Jesus's authority, Jesus gives him a command after this. Go and do likewise go and do likewise you see this is not a suggestion from jesus it's it's not a recommendation it's not something that i'm making up it's not that something that i'm trying to tell you what to do these are jesus's words this is the gospel of luke chapter 10 starting at verse 35 or 25 through 37 read it for yourself but put it in the context of who we are as Americans put it in the context when you put your political ideology you put your political hat on in this day and age remember individual action individual liberty is very similar and it comes from the idea of individual salvation what you do determines eternal life what you do determines eternal life. Again, not what I said. You go back to the scripture here and Jesus specifically when asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? And then he repeated, the law says, love your God, your Lord, with all your heart, your mind, and all your strength and all your, and, and your neighbor as yourself. That's what the law says. That's what scripture says. That's what the man reiterates. He knows, Jesus knows, now we should all know. But what does that mean to help your neighbor? It means that we must lift up those who are struggling. We must have compassion on those who are hurt. This pandemic, the fallout in the economy, the financial crisis from a decade ago, the dot-com crash a decade before that, the attacks in 9 11, tragedy and atrocity, whether man-made or not, hurricane damage and freezing, energy equipment and power plants, floods, hurricanes, all of it. I don't want to discuss the cause of these things. I want to discuss the response to these things. We have a duty to care for our neighbor. We have a duty to be generous to our neighbor. Individualism is great. Individual salvation is necessary, but we have a responsibility as a community to take care of those who are being left behind, who have fallen out of the economy, that are sleeping on the streets, that are hungry children, that are in bad situations, children that are growing up in poverty. I don't wanna talk politics. I wanna talk salvation. I wanna talk about being a good neighbor, about being an example like the good Samaritan. Even though the Samaritans were looked on as negatively, as dirty, as unclean from the Jewish perspective, Jesus uses a Samaritan in this example, saying it doesn't matter what we think of them. It matters what God thinks of them. And it matters what they do. It matters about being kind to one another. Generous to one another. Helpful to one another. Whether or not we spend our time, our talents, and our treasure trying to lift people up, or are we just hoarding it for ourselves? Because we're doing okay. Because sure, individual salvation is great when we're doing okay. But if that were the case, the apostles would have never needed to leave the upper room. They saw Jesus. They saw him when he walked with them as a part of his ministry, and they saw him after he rose from the dead. They knew the truth. They could have died with it. They could have been saved. They could have been in heaven all by themselves. All 11 of them. But they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because they knew more than anyone They spent three years with Jesus. Walking from town to town and performing miracles. Not for himself, but for the people who needed him. If we call ourselves Christians and we're doing okay, let's help people who are not. Is that too difficult to understand? Is that too much? Because the Bible that I read says that we should be doing that. The Bible that I read to you says that's exactly how Jesus acted. That's exactly how the apostles acted. That's how it's exactly how the first communion communities of Christians acted. They didn't just take the Holy Spirit with them and and, and until their grave. They went spreading it from town to town, from village to village, helping people who needed help with the power of Jesus, that legacy has traveled through time to this day, right here, right now, inside of you. We have a responsibility to keep it going. Don't tell me you don't need to go to church. You're right. You don't need to go to church. You don't need to go into a building. You don't need to sit in a pew. You don't need somebody else to give you direction, spiritual direction. It's about your relationship with Christ. Absolutely. But where would we be if everybody that we read about would have been like you, would have been took take taken that attitude, taken that course of action? Where would we all be? When people say things like that, it tells me two things. One, they haven't actually read Scripture good enough or thorough enough to come across all of these passages. And two, how selfish can you be? How selfish can you be? Because you think that you know that you're going to end up with Jesus, that you're going to have eternal life, but you're not going to go share it with anyone. You're not going to celebrate our Lord with anyone. You're not going to break bread with anyone. You're not going to go into the community and perpetuate friendships and proliferate relationships create bonds of Christians that can go and do good works on behalf of him, you're not going to do that. You're that selfish that you won't do that. That you're not going to help people on the street that need help. That you're not going to visit the prisoner in jail. That you're not going to feed the hungry. That you're not going to give drink to the thirsty or safety to the homeless and to the refugee. Because there's a passage for that as well, where Jesus separates the goats from the sheep. You can Google that passage. My friends, what I'm trying to tell you today, what I'm, what I want you to take out of this as you go into the weekend, is that this country is built on individual liberty. It is, absolutely, individual rights, individual liberty taken from individual salvation, whether you accept our Lord or you don't. That's where all this comes from. That's where that idea comes from. That's why God grants us these rights individually as put forth in the Declaration of Independence, as laid out in an an expanded form in the Bill of Rights. You're not going to get any arguments for me. I support that. It's one of the greatness, one of the parts that makes the the greatness of our nation. But we have a bigger responsibility than just seeking out wealth and prestige and abundance for ourselves. And while so few have attained so much, there's been so many that are holding on with very little. And so I want you to think about this this weekend as you spend time with your friends and family, as the weather warms up and you venture out into the world, keep this in mind. Ask yourself what you can do to be a good neighbor. Ask yourself what you can do to help the least of these. Ask yourself what you can do to be an example like the Good Samaritan. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, we continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.